Today we're going to cover TimeScale DB. They recently raised a $110 million Series C, valuing them at over a billion dollars. And we're going to do this in a little bit unusual fashion. They hosted a Twitter space to celebrate their fundraising and also reintroduce themselves to the community. And Twitter, Twitter spaces are typically not recorded, but I managed to grab a recording. You can find the full recording in the show notes. Uh, it won't be there forever, so grab it while you can. And I snipped out the origin story because I'm very interested in the origin story. And I think in terms of understanding time series databases, the current battle seems to be TimeScaleDB versus InfluxDB versus ClickHouse. They all pitch themselves in slightly different ways. And I think there's some value in listening to them and trying to think about what the philosophical differences are. And I don't know. I don't think we'll get to the bottom of it in like a 10 minute podcast but we can certainly start exploring the field. So maybe a day, let's continue with you. What is TimeScale and what would you say is our mission as a company? Yeah, it's a great question. So, so TimeScale, you know, high level, we're building, uh, we're building uh, uh, really the first and, and kind of leading uh, relational database for time series. And it, you know, where we started was, you know, we started off, I mean, the history of the company is a long history, but the, the short version that we started off building an IoT company uh, in kind of 2015, 2016, uh, moderately successful, over 100,000 devices we were collecting data from. We needed a time series database to store all this time series data. We used some of some of the leading time series databases. We even tried them for a short period of time. And we found that um, the experience was suboptimal. And we found that what we really wanted wasn't just something for time series, we realized we wanted a relational database for time series, something that combined all of the goodness and reliability and versatility of Postgres and the credible Postgres ecosystem, um, uh, combined with kind of performance, scalability, kind of the developer experience you'd want for time series. That's what we built. It's really, you know, Postgres for time series has kind of our catch line. But I think what's what's we've noticed over time is that, you know, in the beginning we thought we were building something that was just for IoT, and then we thought, okay, this is bigger than IoT. It's time series. And I think what we realize now is that time series has become ubiquitous. And this problem that, that developers have about needing to build new types of mission-critical applications of time series have been, um, you know, it's, it's, it's in so many industries. You know, of course, we see things in IoT like manufacturing and trucking and shipping and logistics and smart home and healthcare. And, you know, there's a long, you know, you know long tail of IoT use cases. Uh, we also see a new world of kind of Web3 and crypto, and there's a huge set of use cases there, as we can talk about. Obviously, it's a very exciting area these days. Uh, observability is a big time series use case. But we also have folks using us for marketing tech, ad tech, gaming, music analytics, ML tools. And, uh, and I think what we realize is that what these you know these developers need and, and what they've said to us is, is not just a you know better... Postgres for time series, but really just a better Postgres. And we found that, it, you know, people view us as, you know, Postgres for IoT, Postgres for Web3, Postgres for, for observability, Postgres for events, Postgres for analytics. And so long story short, you know, we start off building something that we thought was kind of solving a narrow problem. Every year, the problem has gotten bigger and bigger uh, in very exciting ways. And we've kind of learned from our community and from our customers and our users and today we realize that what we're building, it isn't just something that's narrowly for time series. That's kind of where we started. But it's really a better Postgres for these types of time series and analytical and really data-driven applications. And these applications, it isn't just an IoT thing. It's not just an observability thing, not just a Web3 thing. 
but it's really a type of workload that's becoming omnipresent and kind of ubiquitous and ever present in, in, in every industry. And, that, and so long story short, <laughs> and I'll shut up in a second, long story short, <laughs> what we're building a timescale is the next great database company. It's the next great database company, but really, you know, building on top of Postgres and, and, and building this time series analytical uh, use cases uh, as giving back, you know, wherever we can back to the community. And well, if I could, um, of course. yeah, maybe, maybe I could follow up on that. So, you know, Jay, Jay mentioned that, you know, we started as in time series, then we moved into think about analytics and IOT. And there's kind of two ways that we think about it. You know, we you could think about these as all different, uh, different types of data and, but yet they all, fi you know, fit under the timescale umbrella or something that we also like to say here at, at timescale is that all data is time series in that, um, you know, what time series means is just, you know, you, you have data with a timestamp and you want to look about how your data changes over time or how your things change over time. And so what's been interesting is that if you look at the narrow segment, you know, Jay said we started in IoT, if you look at the narrow segment of time series databases, um, those often started for people really focusing on IT observability. And we, of course, started in, in IoT and we needed more than just, you know, information about how a CPU changes over time. We wanted to collect the data, but also wanted to collect this relational data side to it that we could filter it and, and, and join it and so forth. And so I think that this is um, really an example of how either you could think of, I could just say it's not just about Postgres for time series, it's a better Postgres, but also we see more and more use cases where what people really need is to, you know, is for developers to be able to uh, analyze their data, to use their data, which often has a time component, and to better kind of understand the world. You know, I think, you know, it was actually one of our uh, engineers, I remember very clearly when he was like joining the company, one of the things he said is that what really excited about him was that, you know, time series, like, why would you want a picture when you have a movie? In that, you know, as a as a developer, rather than just keep a snapshot of, of a snapshot of uh, one sample of the world, you can keep this rich history in your database, and that can give you a lot of things, both to build your applications, drive your business, and really just to better understand what you're doing. I, I, all data is time series, and I love that phrase. And God, if I can tell a story, Carlota, then I don't even think you know. I remember early 2017. I think we were at some conference. It might have been Strata. It might have been Percona Live on the West Coast. You know, back then we hadn't raised 180 million. We were a lot smaller, so we were staying at an Airbnb. I think I was sleeping in a bunk bed. <laughs> you know, with someone else on the, a real on Airbnb the, on the bottom bunk. Yeah, no, we were really. You know, this is the really early startup days. And and I and I one thing I miss about the conference, you know, the conference circuit is that, you know, the conversations you have in the evenings. And I think we'd all drink a lot of caffeine, and we we're just hanging out in the Airbnb. And I remember, I remember Mike, kind of having a, a twinkle and kind of proposing this idea, like, hey, like, is all data time series data? <laughs> like it's, and we're like, wow, it's kind of provocative. And we actually literally pitched, I think it was Percona. I think we literally pitched. A talk to the to the Percona organizers during the conference, and they slotted us in in an open slot where someone had canceled, and we gave a talk like the next day on that topic, and 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 it and it, it seems provocative when you first think about it, like wow, is is all data time series data? But when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense because a time series is just 
you know, in you know, mathematical terms, it's just the, the first derivative of your data. It's how your data is changing. It is essentially saying that, hey, instead of tracking the, the current state of something, I'm going to track every state of something. I'm going to track every state of, I don't know, the location of a truck or the temperature in, in, a, in a room or the, the, you know, humidity in your farm or something, right? The soil quality. And by tracking the, every state, you get the trend. And you can really see what's happening in real time and understand, you know, maybe what happened in the past, also predict what happens is happening in the future. And we actually believe that the world exists in the time series format. And you may not always want to store your data in a time series way, but when you do, you can just get so much, such higher uh, fidelity, such higher resolution of the data you're capturing. I mean, like, you know, music analytics, you know, we have a major record label uses for music analytics. And, and they collect in real time kind of, you know, streaming analytics off of popular sites. They can understand what's happening right now. And, you know, maybe 10, 20, 30 years ago, you would have had a billboard, billboard you know, top 10 chart for or top 100 chart for the week or the month or something. But now in real time, you can understand, you know, what artists, what songs, what's trending. And it just gives you such better insight on what's happening and making kind of better data-driven decisions and really deliver better product and product experiences. So that's really why I love about time series data. And when we say all data is time series data, like that's what we, what we mean about it. So I'm cutting it off here, but the host of the show, which is the community person for TimescaleDB, goes into a little bit of personal reflection. And I thought it was pretty interesting as well as well as, well as the rest of the discussion. 